Welcome to Talking Biotech, the podcast dedicated to exploring the latest advancements in biotechnology, sponsored by Calabra, the R&D software that accelerates scientific discovery with AI. Each week, we'll dive into the latest innovations and discoveries with industry leaders and pioneers. Now, here's your host, Dr. Kevin Fulta. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Talking Biotech podcast. It's the weekly podcast about agriculture and medicine with an emphasis on biotechnology and the good things we can do for people and a planet. And we're going through some changes, and change is inevitable. A podcast is run just about every week for seven years. And that kind of consistency, well, it gets noticed. And, and that's a good thing. So where are we going from here? The success of the podcast, I really, I blame it all on compelling guests and really exciting science. And back when I started this almost seven years ago, I didn't think there would be any way to fill a weekly, sci a weekly science podcast with new material, despite being a scientist and being exposed to exciting science on a daily basis. One of the things that you notice is that as we do this weekly podcast, I always refer to this is our podcast, this is our work, or, or we did this, and really it's me and a microphone and, uh, and a guest, of course, but I do all the production, the website, and all of the other work associated with the podcast, and it's, it's substantial, probably takes four to five, six week, hours a week to do the entire work, from studying for a guest to the final production website and artwork. And over the years, it's always been a little bit more difficult since my university uh, had me separate the podcast from any university activity. So can't do it on university time, which means that nights and weekends are the only time I could squeeze in this kind of work. So having somebody who was going to help partner with me would be a really good thing in order to be able to do this more effectively and create a better quality product. It always was a thing for me that I didn't think it was anybody was even listening. <laughs> uh, in the beginning, it was like a message in a bottle, like uh, throwing this out there every week and thinking maybe somebody will find it. But over time, it has grown. And currently, the podcast receives 30,000 monthly downloads. And you don't have that kind of consistency and, uh, in quotes, quality uh, and I'm, I'm not a sound engineer, and I, I listen sometimes and I cringe at problems with volume and all that stuff. But um, it has been recognized, and I get a lot of uh, inquiry about advertisement. And I've been approached by advertisers for a long time. Companies, they're asking to post affiliate ads around the podcast, but I've resisted for lots of reasons. Um, they've talked about impressive compensation. They've said, well, wave some big dollars and said, well, you know, we can actually pay you very well for exposure of our product lines to your audience. You just have to allow us to um, add our affiliates. And the problem is I didn't want you uh, to have to endure listening to someone talk about a thigh master or even worse things like, you know, wacky diet supplements, things that were non-scientific that would or may inevitably cloud 
the, the credibility of this particular work. I've also had uh, companies uh, offer money to be interviewed. Um, they have a product or a technology and they want it to be cast to this audience. And they've asked, well, how much would it cost us to, to, to do this? And they get out the checkbook and look at me and I go, I, I can't charge you. I don't want to charge for this service because it, I don't want to be accused of being a shill for big ag, big uh, pharma, big whatever, big thigh master. <laughs> um, I, I don't want to be have that stigma. And so it really made this very easy to divorce from the idea of support. So I had two problems. I, I had people waving support towards my direction, but I didn't want to have to accept it. Yet there's a, a very substantial burden of time and effort that I produce a weekly product that could use some improvement. So I relied on Patreon. And many of you gave a few dollars or some substantial dollars per week uh, to help buy advertising to spread the word. And also in the beginning paid with some of the costs of uh, new microphones and uh, better quality recording equipment. And thank you for all of that. That was fantastic assistance. Last week, I sent a note to the Talking Biotech patrons suggesting that they reinvest their patron dollars somewhere else. And I suggested Cindy's Gift. Um, you remember cindysgift.com and the beautiful research and opportunities that were being built around funds established around Cindy Graham and her battle that she lost with uh, a very aggressive brain cancer. We, we talked about that in episode 323. So why did I ask patrons to suddenly stop patroning or patronizing? <laughs> I guess patroning. Um, so I was approached by a company that wanted to sponsor the podcast and as I peeled the onion and looked into them, I really liked what they were doing. And I think it can work. The folks at Collabora, they're experts in laboratory IT. So solutions that would help your laboratory or mine um, archive, share, store data, and collaborate with that data. And the reason I thought this was an appropriate partnership is because their products are relevant to all of the listeners of this podcast, or probably just about all of the listeners, because we tend to be more of a scientific audience. Um, you can find their website at collabora.app. Their products are already in use at top-tier universities and companies that recognize the value and utility of their products. So it wasn't a fly-by-night company or something I would have to be suspect in what they were doing. I can trust that they're developing something with an ethic that I appreciate and products that will benefit all of us in science. Now, they have a few free versions also, so it, it's possible that anyone can access this, no matter how big or small the laboratory is. So there are free versions where something else I thought was attractive. We're not going to be talking about or promoting in very minimal ads um, about a product that somebody that listening in a small laboratory somewhere in, in the developing world or somewhere in you know a small university in the, in the U.S. with no funding, um, that they could also access and use. And that was really important to me because I don't want uh, a product that we would discuss to be something that only the really well-to-do laboratories could afford. So this was fitting all of the boxes that I would look for in a potential sponsor. 
I also had great personal relations as discussions with uh, the folks in the in the company and really felt that this would be a very good partnership that would would work. And the beauty part that sealed it for me is that these are IT experts. They have connections and they have uh, know-how on board to offer taking some of the burdens of productions and posting and website and all that stuff off my hands. And maybe they suggested we could do a little engineering uh, to improve the quality of the audio, which basically says um, Fault is not a sound engineer and what you're doing is a little bit erratic and not quite there. And I guess I can agree with that. So an improved quality product. That's one of the things that's in it for you. But they've also offered an improved website, better visibility, uh, transcripts, which will be great, higher quality audio, and, and even we want to add a video component. So this will be distributable through YouTube, which is the world's largest uh, search engine, and at least some of the episodes will feature a video component, depending, of course, on the guest and their willingness to be recorded, which in the Zoom era should be no big deal. So the bottom line is that it improves the podcast, improves the podcast, and did I say that twice? It improves the podcast, improves the product, and it helps this fledgling startup uh, push a great product at a really competitive price. A free. <laughs> you can't get much more competitive. And I love a win-win. So the Talking Biotech podcast by Calabra uh, will be how it will be. Uh, be portrayed. And we've discussed that these won't be overwhelming, invasive advertisements, that these will be little spots just to remind you of the name and the product that urge you to be able to explore it on your own and see how it fits your laboratory applications. This is really exciting for me because uh, it allows us to uh, move into the next generation and maybe focus on that video component uh, that will help bring in even more listeners and teach more about science. I was really excited about starting this podcast seven years ago, and I had maybe a couple dozen ideas as to topics I could cover, and that was good. But I got even more excited, and today, seven years later, I'm even more optimistic because of the incredible array of technologies that have come to the fore since then. Back then, gene editing and crops was just a dream, just an idea. The ideas of uh, applications of gene editing and uh, new vaccines and new cures for cancers and new ideas around um, uh, diseases that maybe didn't have treatments before, all were just visions on the horizon that perhaps we would get to one day. But today, those science fiction ideas are becoming science fact. And these realities are super exciting. So I'm excited about what's happening in science. I have zero uh, interest in stopping the podcast. Uh, back around episode maybe 100, I toyed with the idea of maybe this needs to come to an end. And I hate to say it, but in episode 331 today, we're only at the beginning. So I'm hoping to see this podcast grow video component added to it, and more media products from me. Um, I'm writing now for the Genetic Literacy Project on a more regular basis, and you should see more products coming from me and the students who I mentor as I try to make communication a critical part of their education.
So with that, um, over the next few weeks, you're going to see a transition to this new format. New music in the beginning, these small little blurbs about Calabra, Calabra.app, covering throughout the episode, and ultimately, um, uh, maybe episodes that will flow a little bit differently, and you'll hear all that as it comes. It'd be no big deal. But I've recorded a few interviews already that are still in the old scheme, in the old setup. So you'll feel a little sense of the way it was as it transitions into the way it will be. So overall, you'll see big improvements, and I think that's really exciting. It's a win-win opportunity for all of us who care about science and all of us who really appreciate the opportunity to share the science through this podcast. So as I say at the beginning of every single episode, thank you for listening to the Talking Biotech podcast. The next episode up is a really good one and a few more that are in the box. I hope you continue to listen and share this important science communication effort. Thank you. You've been listening to Talking Biotech, sponsored by Calabra, the platform that bridges the gap between siloed research tools. With Calabra's electronic lab notebook, scientists can work together in real time, sharing data and insights with ease. Revolutionize your research collaboration. Sign up for a demo today at calabra.app, C-O-L-A-B-R-A dot A-P-P.